Shabbat Shalom to all the members of the assembly today, beloved brethren, and praises be indeed to our loving Abba and to his son, loving Yahusha. It is without a doubt, my beloved brethren, that while our Lord Yahusha was here on earth, that he performed many miracles that astonish and amaze many people, for they have never seen such wonders before in their lives. Yahusha, through the power of our loving Yahuwah Abba, performed many miracles that were able to heal those that are physically sick, those with physical deformities, and even those, and driving out the evil spirits from those who were possessed. Even though Yahusha is no longer here with us on earth, beloved brethren, we too, and can still experience the many miracles Yahusha performed for his people in the past, as long as we have what our Lord Yahusha had told them they must have in order for miracles to happen to their lives. And that is faith, my beloved brethren. Faith in what our King Yahusha can do for us is essential, brethren. But besides having faith, what else must we possess? What else must we possess so that, or what condition, what must we be in so that miracles will take place in our lives? We will begin in our studies today by reading the book of Mark, chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. Later, Levi invited Yahusha and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. There were many people of this kind among Yahusha's followers. But when the teachers of the religious law, who were the Pharisees, saw him eating with tax collectors and other sinners, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with such scum? When Yahusha heard this, he told them, healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. What is an important condition for miracles to take place in our life, brethren? We must be in a condition to have true, true repentance. Who are those who are capable of true repentance? Yahusha tells us, not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. It is when sinners realize that they are sinners and come to sincere repentance, brethren, that miracles can occur or happen in their lives. Now, beloved brethren, we are all sinners, aren't we not? So we must never think that we are righteous by our own accord. It is only through the grace of our loving Abba that our lives are blessed. What often has to happen so that people repent, beloved brethren? Adversities to happen in their lives. In times of adversity, they become aware of their weakness and helplessness. Yes, beloved brethren, we must always be grateful when things are going well in our lives. But the more, the more we should be grateful and give glory to Yahuwah Abba, when we face adversities in our lives, feeling weak and helpless because it is through these adversities that we can have true repentance and we have the true repentance, brothers and sisters. When we have the true repentance, then we are the ones sought out by Yahusha because we are the ones often who are ready to receive the miracles in our life. Now, what else proves that Yahusha desires to help the weak and helpless. Let us continue our lesson by reading the book, of, the reading once again, the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. Then they came to the other side of the sea, 
to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying out and cutting himself with stones. What proves that Yahusha desires to help the weak and helpless? Well, he purposely went out and sought them out, brethren. In this case, he went out to the country, the country called the Gadarenes. This were a place of the Gentiles. Why? He wanted to help a helpless, weak person, and he found this man, a man possessed by unclean spirit or evil spirit for a very long time. And what was his condition, brethren? Well, this man, he cries out every night and day in the mountains. That's where he lived. And in the tombs, cutting himself with stones. So you can just imagine the agony that this person was going through in his life, brethren. There was no hope for him. And the people in that country even cast him out and are unable to help him so that they gave up on him. But who didn't give up on him, beloved brethren? Our Lord Yahusha. What did the man do then when he saw Yahusha from afar? Here, the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 6 to 9. When he saw Yahusha from afar, he ran and worshipped him. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Yahusha, son of the Most High God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. For he said to him, come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then he asked him, what is your name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. So what did this evil possessed man do when he saw Yahusha from afar? Brethren, this man, he ran and worshiped our Lord Yahusha. Why? Why did this man do that? Because being in agony for so long, he recognized his own weakness and helplessness and saw that Yahusha was his only hope. Sometimes, brethren, before we can realize that Yahusha or our Almighty God is our only hope, first, we must be in a place of weakness and helplessness. Aren't that so true, brethren? Now, this man was possessed by many evil spirits, a legion of them, for a long time. So you can just imagine the emotion he was feeling when he saw our Lord Yahusha from a distance. That's why he ran and worshiped our Lord Yahusha, for he knew Yahusha was his only hope. Whenever we find ourselves in a place of weakness, brethren, why not? Why not also run to our loving Yahusha and pray for a miracle to happen in our lives? We are very fortunate, brethren, because as members of his body in the assembly, we, we are the ones our King Yahusha will sought after. So never hesitate to run and call upon our Lord Yahusha for help in our times of feeling weakness or helpless in our life. Now, who also was in place of weakness before she sought out our Lord Yahusha? Again, in the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 25 to 28. There was a woman who had suffered terribly from severe bleeding for 12 years, even though she had been treated by many doctors. She had spent all her money, but instead of getting better, 
she got worse all the time. She had heard about Yahusha. So she came in the crowd behind him, saying to herself, if I just touch his clothes, I will get well. Now, who else was in a place of weakness before she shut out Yahusha? But while the, there was this woman who suffered from severe bleeding, beloved brethren, she was a woman suffering from bleeding, which makes her unclean. In the Jewish community at this time, beloved brethren, this would make her an outcast. What made her condition worse was that she spent all her money on doctors, but no one, not, not any doctor can help her over bleeding, and it only got worse. And for 12 years, she suffered from this bleeding, beloved brethren. She was in a place of weakness and brokenness. And it was at this moment in her life that she realized something. And what was that, beloved brethren? That Yahusha can heal her if she can just get to Yahusha. She had suffered for so long being in a place of weakness and brokenness. And since she couldn't get through to see Yahusha, because of the crowd that she tells herself, maybe, just maybe, if I can just get a hold or touch a piece of his clothing, I too can get well. And that's how strong the faith of this woman, beloved brethren. Now, what happened after the woman touched Yahusha's cloak? Here again, same book, chapter 5, verse 29 to 30. She touched his cloak and her bleeding stopped at once. And she had the feeling inside herself that she was healed of her trouble. And, Yahuwah, and once Yahusha knew that power had gone out of him, so he turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? What happened after the woman touched Yahushua's clothes? Her bleeding stopped at once. And right away, she knew that a miracle had just happened in her life. And she was healed, beloved brethren. Yahushua even felt the power had gone, had gone out from him. So Yahushua asked, that's why she, he asked, who touched my clothes? So you can just imagine what this woman was going through in her life. My beloved brethren, for 12 long years, she suffered from this illness that can't be cured. She spent all her money for treatment, but no doctors can heal her. So in her moment of weakness and helplessness, she was willing to do anything. She, beloved brethren, surrendered herself in what Yahusha can do for her. So when she heard of Yahusha, and the miracles he had been performing for the people who were sick, she told herself, if only I can touch a piece of Yahushua's clothing, then I can be healed and feel a miracle in my life. And sure enough, beloved brethren, she felt that miracle in her life. Beloved brethren, as you can see, this woman who was possessed, this man who was possessed by demons, and this woman who was considered unclean due to her severe bleeding, they did not give up. In their time of sorrow, feeling helpless and weak, they put their faith and hope into our Lord, Yahusha. And because of their faith and true repentance to our Lord, Yahusha, they both experienced a great miracle in their life and were healed from their illnesses. Beloved brethren, my brothers and sisters, we... We are the children of Yahuwah Abba, servants of our King, Lord Yahusha. Whenever we are feeling weak and helpless, be grateful and look up, brethren, and pray to our loving Abba and to his son Yahusha. 
For in that moment of weakness and helpless, helplessness, that we, we can also experience the miracles in our life to happen. Thank you, beloved brethren. And our lesson will now be continued by our brother. <clears throat> Shabbat shalom, brothers and sisters in the faith. So this woman who experienced a miracle from our king, Yahushua, all it took was one touch, because when she touched Yahushua, Yahushua felt power coming out of him. This is why he asked his disciples, who touched me? And so after asking that question, who touched me, what was the answer of his disciples? Let's read the book of Mark 5, 31 to 34. His disciples answered, you see how the people are crowding you. Why do you ask who touched you? But Yahushua kept looking around to see who had done it. The woman realized what had happened to her. So she came trembling with fear, knelt at his feet and told him the whole truth. Yahushua said to her, my daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your trouble. So what was the reply of the disciples of Yahushua? After Yahushua asked the question, who touched me? And so the disciples were kind of perplexed. They said, you see how so many people are crowding you. There are countless people touching you. How can we know who the one is you are looking for? And why was Yahushua seeking this person who touched him? Because the touch of this woman, the touch of this person was different from the touch of the other people who were looking for Yahushua. Because the touch of this woman resulted in power that came from Yahushua to the woman. Isn't this what we want? You see, when there is power, when there's a transfer of power from Yahushua to us, that's what you call a miracle. And it's what we need often in our life for the strength of, and power of Yahushua to be given to us so that we can overcome the problems in our life. But what made this woman's touch different from the countless others? It was her faith. Yahusha said to her, my daughter, your faith has made you well. And so what set her apart was her faith. Many people approach Yahusha, but without a certain kind of faith, we will be disappointed. This is why we need to learn to develop the kind of faith this woman had, right? Because if we have this kind of faith, when we approach Yahusha, we will not be disappointed. We will receive the strength we need so that we can overcome the problem that we are facing. But how did this woman develop this faith? It comes from desire. It's a desiring faith. Her desire to be healed, her desire because she believes Yahusha is the one who can heal her. But the question is, do you know where that desire came from? That desire was birthed from a place of pain and weakness. Twelve long, enduring years of frustration and disappointment. Can you imagine being a woman to begin with during that time and to suffer from a bleeding problem? For 12 years, losing all of your finances to doctors, but the problem get, be, be, continue to get worse and worse. It will bring you to the brink 
of desperation. Brothers and sisters, perhaps some of us can relate to the situation this woman was in, that no matter what we do, no matter what we try, it doesn't get better. It gets only worse. And so we are brought to this place of desperation, this place of helplessness. Brethren, when we are in that place, don't give up. Instead, allow your place of weakness to develop a strong faith in our Mashiach, to rely not on our own strength, but the strength of our king. This is what our king wants us to do. He is our king. He sits on his throne. Let us approach the throne of Yahusha, the grace, the throne of grace there in heaven. However, for us to receive a miracle from Yahusha, when we approach his throne, how must we do so? How must we approach our king in times of our need? Philippians 2, 9 to 11. For this reason, God raised him to the highest place above and gave him the name that is greater than any other name. And so, in honor of the name of Yahushua, all beings in heaven, on earth, and in the world below will fall on their knees, and all will openly proclaim that Yahushua Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. How must we approach our King Yahushua to receive a miracle from him? Bible says we must fall on our knees when we go before the throne of our king, Yahushua. Why must we go before the throne on our knees? Because Yahushua has been exalted above all, and we are to worship him. And this is why if we need a miracle, we need to go to the best place for miracles to take place in our life. Do you know where that best place is? Because after all, the title of our lesson is A Place for Miracles, right? If somebody uh, were to ask you, what, where is that best place for a miracle? What would your answer be? Do you know where that best place is? The best place for a miracle to take place in our life is at the feet of Yahushua. Please allow me to repeat that. The best place for miracles to take place in our life is at the feet of our king, Yahushua. This is what the woman did. This is what the man possessed by legion did. He went before Yahushua and landed at his feet. It was at that place, at the feet of Yahushua, where miracles took place in their lives. The best place for a miracle is at the feet of our king. But how do you get to the feet of our king, Yahushua? The way is through humility. It is by humility that we find a place at the feet of our King Yahushua. This is why what Yahushua is looking for is always a humble heart. Brethren, do we have humility? Because that's an attitude that we must develop. We cannot simply pray to Yahuwah, Father, give me humility. It's not that easy. It's something we have to practice. It's something we have to train ourselves in. Because it's a new kind of thinking, a new kind of attitude. And we as followers of Yahushua, being members of the assembly of Yahushua, we need to develop humility. And so how can we practice humility so that we can always reach that place at the feet of our king? 
We read Philippians 2, 9 to 11. Let's read what it says in Philippians 2, 3 down to 5. Don't do anything from selfish ambition or from a cheap desire to boast, but be humble toward one another, always considering others better than yourselves. And look out for one another's interests, not just for your own. The attitude you should have is the one that Christ Yahushua had. How can we develop and learn to practice humility? It begins when we interact with one another. What must we never do? Because this counters the work of humility. It is when we boast about our accomplishments, when we have selfish ambition, when we see and think that we are better than others. That's not the attitude that Apostle Paul is teaching here. What kind of attitude must we develop? The attitude of our King Yahushua. And what is that attitude? It is humility. It is thinking of others and their interests, always looking out for one another. This is why as people of God, this is what we need to practice on a day-to-day -day basis. You see, humility can be practiced on a day-to-day -day basis. And when we do that, we develop an attitude of humility. How else can we develop humility? Let's read Philippians 2, 5 to 8. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Yahushua, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. How can we learn humility from our King Yahushua himself? Bible says you have to put on the mind of our King Yahushua. And how is the mind of our King Yahushua? How is the attitude of Yahushua? How does it look like? The Bible says he took on the form of a bond servant. Take note, he is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. When he was here on earth, the demons, they were terrified of him. Wherever he went, miracles took place. He had power that no other human being had. He had authority that no other human being had. But what does the Bible say about Yahushua? He was humble. He took on the, uh, he took on the form of a bondservant. This is why when he was here, what did he teach his disciples? He said, he said, do not be like pagan rulers who rule over the people. He said, no, you came here not to be served, but to what? To serve. You see, that's the spirit of humility, looking for opportunities to serve, looking for opportunities to help one another. That's the spirit and mind of our King Yahushua. How else did Yahushua show his humility? The Bible says he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even if it meant dying on the cross. And this is why when he was on Gets, in Gethsemane, contemplating his death and suffering on the cross, he prayed to the Father. Do you still remember that famous prayer of Yahushua? He said before his Father, if it is, if it is possible, may this cup of suffering pass. From me, he prayed to Yahuwah, me, if it's possible, remove this cup of suffering. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. You see, that's the spirit of humility. It is accepting 
the will of Yahuwah Abba, even if it means that we must endure the sufferings in our life. Brothers and sisters, what are we facing now? What problem are we experiencing now? Is it bringing suffering in our life? Are we enduring so much? Are we carrying heavy loads and heavy burdens? We only have one message for you. Go to your king. Let us all go to our king, our loving Mashiach. And let us ask for the miracles that Yahusha is able to give us. But for that miracle to take place, we need to understand something. What is that? Let's read the final passage of our studies today. The book of 2 Corinthians 12, 9 to 10. But his answer was, my grace is all you need. For my power is greatest when you are weak. I am most happy then to be proud of my weaknesses. In order to feel the protection of Christ's power over me, I'm content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. What do we need to be aware of so that we can receive the power and strength of Yahusha, which is what we need for miracles to take place in our life? What we need is to be aware and to acknowledge our weaknesses. Because when we aware, when we are aware and when we acknowledge our weaknesses, it creates a room in our heart, in our soul, for the power and strength of our King, Yahushua. You know, when Apostle Paul gave this statement to us, it was because he was looking for a miracle. What was that miracle he was looking for? If you read the passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, there was a thorn in his flesh. This thorn in his flesh was bringing great suffering to Apostle Paul. And so he begged the Lord three times, please remove this thorn in the flesh. Perhaps many of us can relate. When we are overwhelmed with anguish and we approach our king and ask and beg him, please remove this problem. Please remove this sickness. Please remove this thorn in my flesh. Apostle Paul begged the Lord three times, remove, please, this thorn in my flesh. But what was the answer of the Lord to him? The Lord said, my grace is all you need, for my power is greatest when you are weak. You see, brethren, we need to understand something about miracles. What is that? There are really two kinds of miracles in the Bible. You know what the first kind of miracle is? It's when Yahuwah steps in and removes the problem for us, right? That's a miracle. That's the first kind of miracle. Praises be to our loving Abba. Because Yahuwah still does that for his people today. But there's also a second kind of miracle. What is that? That's when Yahuwah steps in. But instead of removing the problem, you know what he does? He gives us the strength and the wisdom to overcome 
the problem. That's the second kind. And I want you to think about this, brethren. Of the two kinds of miracles, which do you think are the miracles that help to develop character? Is it the first one or is it the second one? It's the second one, right? It's when Yahuwah decides, my son, I will not remove that problem. But I'll give you the strength and wisdom to overcome that problem. And when we do, what do we realize about ourselves? We become stronger in our character. You see, Yahuwah performed miracles some thousands of years ago for his people Israel. One miracle after another when Yahuwah stepped in and removed the problem. One problem after another when the people of God saw the parted Red Sea. One miracle, one wonder after another. Question, did that help them develop their character? No, they became even more stubborn. And so when Yahuwah performs his miracles today, how does he do so? Oftentimes, he will give us the strength and wisdom to overcome that problem we are facing. That we can endure and develop strength of character to be able to perfect our faith. Yes, there are many times when Yahuwah will perform the first kind of miracles in our life. And so let us go to our King Yahushua. Let us go at his feet, kneeling before him and begging him, loving Mashiach, please. I can only endure so much. May you please give me a miracle today. Yahushua will. If it is to remove that obstacle, to remove that sickness, praises be, praises be to our loving Mashiach. But if Yahushua says to us, my grace is all you need. For my power is greatest when you are weak. And we should go to our loving king and say to him, loving Mashiach, whatever your will for my life is, that is what I want. Because I know when I feel weak, when I feel defeated, that's when I feel close to you. And that's all I need. Just like what Apostle Paul said, when I am weak, then I am strong. Brethren, let Yahuwah. And Yahusha strengthen all of us today because we can make it. Don't give up. If we will surrender, do not surrender to our problems. Surrender to Yahuwah and to Yahusha and say to Yahuwah, like what Yahusha said, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. And the ability to be able to say that with all of our heart, that is a great miracle in and of itself. That will make us stronger than we were before. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, our loving Abba Yahuwah, from heaven, you see your people. You know what we go through. You know what we carry on our shoulders. Sometimes we are driven to a place of desperation. And oftentimes, we even ask ourselves, why is this happening to me? But we know you always have a purpose for everything. You always do. And so what we have learned over the years is to simply trust you 
and to endure as best as we can so that we can find your will. Because in the end, that will is going to prove it is what is best for each and every one of us. So teach us to trust you. Teach us to place our hope in you always and in everything in our life. Father, you know, and you listen every day when we cry out to you, when we make petitions to you concerning the people we love, concerning our health and our strength, concerning our parents and our children. You know exactly what we need. You know exactly what we even want. There are times when we beg you on our knees, asking and beseeching you, loving Abba, deliver your people, perform your miracles. Father, we know everything you do is out of love. And so there are times in our life we can say beyond the shadow of any doubt, you stepped in, you performed that wonder, that sign, that miracle. And we have learned to place our faith in you. And so praise you, loving Father. Thank you for providing for your people. But we also know what you want from us. Often what you desire is to give us strength, to give us wisdom, to conquer and to endure all of our trials. Loving Mashiach, Yahushua, we bring ourselves at your feet. The best place for miracles. When the woman touched you, you were looking for her. You wanted to find her, to give her that word of encouragement. Here we are, loving Mashiach. May you look for us because we need you. We will look for you when we do. When we go to that place for miracles, when we bow our heads low before your throne, may you kindly strengthen us. May you approach us, loving Messiah, because we can only do so much on our own. We are aware of our weaknesses. We are proud of them because it gives us an opportunity to be close to you and for you to be in us. And that's all we really want, for you to be in us, because by your power, though we are weak, we are strong. We love you, loving Mashiach Yahushua. Remember everyone here, those who belong to your assembly. Grant to us the healing we need. Please, loving Mashiach, if there be those who are hungry and thirsty for healing, today on this Sabbath day, when we approach you together as an assembly, May you perform your miracle now. We will remember forever what you do for your servants, for your disciples, and we will forever praise you. Father, thank you so much for listening to our prayers today. Shower upon us your grace that we can endure until the end. We ask and beg everything loving. Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen.